You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Right, welcome back to the Quarter Life Crisis. Where we talk about all the shit that people in their twenties and thirties face. Yes. And uh, my name again is Daryl. I'm Soraya. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about moving out. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's that's something that both of us did this year for the very first time. Oh yes. Right? <laughs> I finally got my own place. Yes, freedom. But it comes at a cost, and I think we're gonna explore all of that. Costly maybe. cost. <laughs> so wait, Daryl, when did you move out for the first time? I don't know how you consider this moved out. I stayed away from home for really long time because I I studied in Perak so I didn't have much time to go back home and uh, I sort of started odd jobs in between after graduation here and there so I lived with my aunt for a while Mm -hmm. but I would consider that which I really moved out about a year ago where I actually got a place of my own it's not a house house per se oh yeah it was a hostel it's a hostel yeah so so initially when I moved out as in me and my roommate moved to a hostel nearby my my previous working place so which was in Damansara so we stayed there for about a year the room was super tiny I think it's it's really small it's smaller than this freaking studio (laughs) And me and my roommate bunked for one full year until we realized, no, I think it's about time we get our own damn room. I need my own space. Yeah. (laughs) So then you got your own place, your own apartment. We got a whole apartment with with guards and swimming pool. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a proper place. I moved into that place about, uh, I would say, about four months now. Yeah. Okay. Four months now. It's been amazing. The the apartment I moved in, there are four rooms and two baths. So all this four rooms are shared by me and three other uni mates so it's amazing living with all these friends of mine mm-hmm. and to know that you have your you know your my own privacy to my own room lah. yeah how about you <laughs> <laughs> well i have way fewer roommates than you i just have me myself and i <laughs> it's just me i mean if you consider going to university and living abroad moving out it, that was my first brush with it mm. like i went to university in the u.s so i lived in the dorms and then i got an apartment there for the last year my senior year my final year um, but then I came back and ever since then I've lived with my parents for the past like five years mm. um, and it was fine like there are great things about living at home you know you never have to worry about dinner come back from work oh done already <laughs> <laughs> thanks mom but anyway I started feeling like I was in a bit of a rut and um, mm. that was late last year and so at the start of this year I was like you know what it's about time so fortunately one of my friends is a real estate agent um, and she was just starting out and she was like give me business lah, give me business so I was like yes please <laughs> do find me a place she found me a place great location absolutely love it and I think for me the best part was just finally having my own space to furnish I love I love interior design and decorating and you know I had collected all these souvenirs and stuff from my travels I couldn't put anywhere. I mean, what are you gonna do with like a decorative bowl? You know, put it in my room and you know, put it, use it to use it to hold my jewelry. Oh yeah, I, actually, I did do that for for a while. <laughs> but anyway, now you know what I mean. It's just your yeah. own space. Like you, I'm really enjoying having that independence. Mm. So yeah, so that's how I found my place uh, through a friend. But how did you find your apartment? Mine was very conventional because I actually did go up website looking for agents, looking for places and all. So how I found my place is actually through an agent, lah. You know, like I said, four of us live together, right? So all of us 
did actually go out and and ask all the agents available if mm-hmm. they has they have any apartments with our price range and what not lah. So uh, we were lucky enough to get this one place with our very limited budget where it was it was fully furnished. So we literally just moved in with our clothes and that that's about it. I mean, aside from that, I mean, we needed few chairs and stuff. It was really minor stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's how we found it lah. It was like I would say a good two months of uh, apartment hunting that we did. It was painstaking though. But I guess painstaking in the sense where living in Malaysia especially yeah. I think the whole trouble for us is because all of all four of us are Indians oh, right the oh racist no. factor oh my gosh you're so it was such a factor you know I always read about it always heard friends talking about it because I never moved out never needed to go and talk to landlords and stuff like that right. this is the first time I was doing it and I thought nah it's just like you know few we'll people, be fine. it's just a minority of people who are just racist right mm-hmm. turns out it's actually the majority because like um every time when we go and inquire the listing is down on muda the listing is all on down speed rent and mm-hmm. what not speed home or speed rent i can't remember <laughs> but anyhow when we ask the initial response that we get is oh rent it out 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 mm-hmm. and they always give you like a whatsapp text right name race what's your occupation okay it's fine for me to you know completely tell you what my occupation is because it's really important for a landlord to know but the race part that's really tough all four of us are indians i think we had what five or six different apartment viewings and none of it we, which we had wow and why i'm so confident that they did turn it down because of the race is because even after we actually moved into our current place the listings of the previous apartments that we went to were all still there right. and you're still actively yeah. looking for tenants so it's quite screwed up in that sense yeah it's quite mm. clear that they just they just, they wanted a tenant just not mm. you guys yeah. which is horrible because you hear about that and that prejudice uh, so often but until it actually happens to you yeah, yeah we'll see all these signs like, oh chinese girl only you know right? malay guy only you know no, I, mean, I i get the gender part of it so some people they only want uh, for example, example they want all female apartment i get it mm, yeah. you know some people want security and stuff like that so uh, it's fine but when they put in race it's just yeah it's, it's terrible that you had to go through that but at least you found a landlord who wasn't racist oh yes <laughs> believe it or not i've never met her <laughs> oh my god there are landlords who aren't racist <sighs> yeah these yeah. unicorns so i just wanted to pick up on something you said your place was fully furnished mm. oh that's such a luxury because i mine was completely empty I mean, they gave me kitchen cabinets, lah, and, ah, and my landlord, my landlord threw in a fridge. She's like, okay, I can see any She threw in a fridge, so I had to furnish the rest by myself. And I brought a few things from home, like bed and uh, my wardrobe and stuff like that. But besides that, dining, living, study room, it's all empty. It was empty. <laughs> so I just didn't want to buy all new furniture, lah. You know, I, I mean, I know it, it would have been easier to just go on one trip to IKEA, buy everything one shot, yeah. and just move in, right? But my God, for months I was. Trawling Muda My carousel Secondhand furniture Secondhand stuff. furniture Facebook marketplace But I have to say I do really recommend it Because I got some amazing deals yeah. But as a result You know When you use those portals It it does help you save money But You don't know the quality of it Yeah that That's that's one But also I, w- I just ended up driving To like The furthest corners of KL I would be in Bangi one day Ampang the next You know Gotta pick up this table Gotta pick up that chair And it took so much time And then I would lug it Back to my apartment And carry it slowly upstairs Alone uh, Um. Well, I had help sometimes, lah. But very often it was just me showing up at my empty apartment and <laughs> lugging something up in the lift. You know, you see someone in the lift and they look at you like, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then they don't offer to help you. <laughs> so that was the process of furnishing. It yeah. took 
such a long time. Yeah. But I saved a lot of money, so I do really recommend using the secondhand marketplace and just using technology to yeah. help you furnish. Like I used GoCar because you can rent a pickup truck. Yes, I rented a pickup truck. I yeah. drove somewhere and put it in the booth. Badass, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never driven a pickup before. It was a great experience. So yeah, that that was my furnishing process. I'm glad it's over. Well, I think we weren't as rajin as you, lah. Right? <laughs> I think most of us we we chose the easier way of getting a fully furnished apartment. Number one, because we don't look to this as a permanent thing. So there's four of us. Right, if you buy furniture, where does it go once everyone moves out? Yeah. Right, and there's just way too much effort, lah. <laughs> there, there was, yeah, there were apartments that were way, way, way cheaper. But we thought that you know the the cost of actually getting more, uh, getting all this furniture is actually going to be quite hefty, and we took the easy way out. We're so lucky that the apartment they had right now it is so fully furnished, I- even to the point where even the cutlery, plates, and all is <gasps> all there. Even that tissue paper is all there. Ah. Kitchen cleaners, toilet cleaners, brooms, everything is there. Wow. So the only thing that I had to buy personally, I just needed an extra laptop table with a vacuum cleaner, a clothes hanger. That's all I needed to get. Three and things, Daryl. Three things. Three, that's all. Three things. And <laughs> I was lucky at the time when I was moving in. Our ex boss Rex mm-hmm, was actually mm-hmm. migrating to the UK, and he was moving out and was looking to either sell off his furniture or or donate it somewhere. And just my luck, <laughs> I needed some furniture. So all I needed to do is go over his place, load it up in my car, and bring it back home. Oh wow! <laughs> no renting go cars. No, no driving to go. Bangi to buy a a dining table. What? Uh, nope. We had a TV, cable TV that was given to us as well. Okay, um, I I chose the wrong apartment. Obviously. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of cheap for an apartment that we had like that. Despite it being cheap though, I still do find that living on your own incurs pretty big costs. I mean, we knew that going into it, you know, we knew we would have to pay rent, but there are all these other small little un- unnecessary all costs that bills, come up too, right? In the water, la, deposit. <laughs> la. Oh my God, I remember the first month when I moved in. Yeah. I've never spent so much money before. Imagine spending your whole salary before it came in. Oh, man. <laughs> Just on rent and deposit. Oh yeah, that's right. Because deposits, it's like uh, two and a half months and... Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, we did fuck out a huge sum of cash, and it cut road for the month. Bread and peanut butter. Yeah, for me, it's like paying bills in Malaysia for the first time. Isn't that crazy? Because I've yeah, never had to before. I, yeah, I paid bills in the US, but never here. Mm. So I'm like, wow, all oh, this is how it's done. And then when I neglected to pay two months in a row, my water got cut. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, speaking of which, it's the first time I did actually care about my aircon usage. <laughs> Because <laughs> like You know usually at home um, You use it Well well, you use it sparingly But you just never knew How painful using the aircon was Until you actually see the bill Which comes out of your own pocket you Yeah know? <laughs> exactly so it, it definitely makes you rethink How much energy you're using at home right Oh yeah Well I mean I do try and cut costs When it comes to electricity I mean, I'm not around for most of the time mm. But for aircon specifically What I do is just I'll turn the AC on For about like two hours at night Just to cool the room down and then we're really, really sleepy and I won't even care if it's hot or whatever. That's why I turn it off and turn on the fan and then I just pass out. And so that's actually helped keep my electricity bills really low. I think I pay like 45 ringgit a month. Is that That's pretty that's good. That's really cheap. <laughs> but speaking of which, I just paid my first uh, electricity bill last month. But in my case, it's a bit difficult to control. Why? It's because there's four of us. Yeah, that's true. Right. Mm, so true. we'll just sidetrack a bit. So me and my housemates, we have specific roles in the house. I'm in charge of cleanliness. Because mm-hmm. I think I'm the 
consider me uh, yeah a neat freak I, I have another housemate who's, who's neat as well but they gave me a responsibility so these other neat guy he is the finance minister of the house <laughs> so he settles the bills when the bill comes electricity internet what not all it's sorted by him so rent and all everyone pays him and then he will he uh, does the transactions he does the transactions <laughs> right well, my other friend he is the master entertainer so he he brings in things like the playstation he buys right. really good food and then he buys this movie ticket and whatnot, and then the other guy he's a what, <laughs> taking a while to think of his role <laughs> he's, he's, he's still a tenant loud. Yeah, he's he, a very good tenant no, he, he's the guy that no, you tell him okay pay this much for the bill okay uh, <laughs> clean the toilet okay can, can you get some pizza for us okay he's, he's, he's that guy he's the minister in the cabinet who's shaking his legs yeah he, he enjoys it quite well uh. speaking of bills for us like I said it's really hard to control because when you control yourself you know how much you know to budget and all right? yeah. you know when you have few roommates you can't just go there and tell them hey don't you so much account for this month that's yeah, true right. yeah. you can't do that you know because they're paying bills as well and at the same time it's really hard to divide you can't divide no you use more AC for today so you pay more it's hard yeah. to charge someone based on their so, AC usage yeah. yeah so whatever you do we split it equally mm. right and for the first month we were really conservative when it comes to using the, the AC so all of us agreed upon account before we sleep and then either put on a timer or before you sleep you turn it off mm-hmm. right we were quite scared and four of us mind your electricity bill came up to 99 ringgit only last month oh okay that's yeah. really so that's really good and um, <laughs> I hope it stays like that I don't. I hope no one takes advantage of that so but other than that I think I have really disciplined housemates Okay, that's good. No, it's it's good that you are in a living situation that has a lot of people, but still, everyone is still kind of on the same page when it comes to being, you know, frugal and, yeah. you know, just... Really careful. Yeah. Mm. I guess I don't have the problem because I live alone, but then it's like I have to be disciplined. But I still find that costs add up, whether you're one or two or three or four people. Like, I'll give an example. My sink clogged, <laughs> right? <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, I was just pouring stuff down without really using that, that, you know, the trap that you're supposed to use. Oops. I had to, and I was like, oh, Call man. a plumber. Um, I thought of that. I was like, oh, money. But then I thought, okay, maybe I can save some money by buying, you know, those sink decloggers. Ah, so I bought one. Work? Well, it, the first bottle didn't work. So then I was like, okay, <laughs> looks like I have to buy another one then. And, you know, that's another cost that you just But you these things at the bottom there, they have the trap, right? So you could, like, just unscrew it and throw the trash out. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm no plumbing expert. I just thought, let me pour something down and get rid of this gunk. <laughs> so the first bottle didn't work and you got to buy another one. And I was just thinking like, you know, it's not a massive cost, but this is definitely something that I would never have come across mm. in the past because, you know, if the sink was clogged, either my mom or my dad would have you discovered it. Out. it. Some, <laughs> somebody would do something to, to, to sort out the problem, you know. And yeah, having to deal with things like these by yourself, your first time, it's, yeah, it's good experience, no doubt. Yeah, eventually my sink was unclogged for anyone who's wondering <laughs> it works it really does work well now he's carrying me talking about unexpected costs because like I think since I, I moved in we actually touch wood never had any <laughs> any ex- unexpected costs no so one's that, like broken a window or like <laughs> no 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 one broke a window yet but I mean we had really minor damages which uh, the owner paid for for the repairs and whatnot because it's not like you know intentionally cost mm-hmm. or something yeah but other than that I think you know we've been good so far Okay, well, let's hope it stays that way. <laughs> and let's hope my sink doesn't get clogged anymore. <laughs> no, that's right. You talk a lot about uh, living alone and stuff. You know, so like both of us, we live in completely different... I, I can't imagine living alone. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, because I think... Too quiet? 
it'll be too quiet and you know I I think it'll be quite depressing you know because you got work stress and stuff and then mm. and then you go back to no one no one to talk to and I think I'm just really comfortable with the noise right mm. so at home it's noisy I grew up with my grandparents and cousins right when I went to uni I lived in dormitories all the way my first few jobs I always had a roommate and yeah I I really can't imagine li- living alone at all mm. um how do you do it um I mean I guess I've always liked being alone like, I mm. like being a bit of a hermit sometimes yeah. even if I'm going through sort of a rough time I like being alone with myself yeah. I like uh, good help it, it really it's really been good for me I, I don't always talk about my problems if yeah. I have them also I think I was just sort of tired of living with roommates because I did do that for yeah. four years in the US and man some of the roommates I had they turn you off roommates for a life okay I I had one oh I'll never forget she was uh, <sighs> she was the opposite of me like you know she, she every time she had the slightest problem she would come and sit in my room she would just come in unannounced plonk herself down on a chair next to my bed Soraya and she would go oh, no, oh my god and I just and I just couldn't deal with it shit I think that's me <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't be roommates ever <laughs> and then there was this really spoiled girl who you know she had a bright pink bed spread her parents delivered her groceries to her every week huh? Ooh, you're a diva, I know and I told her hey you know the grocery store is just there and she'd be like what grocery store and her parents brought so her so American yeah, no, she, yeah she was uh, from Long Island so that <laughs> says a lot because when she ran out of groceries she would eat pop tarts because <laughs> she didn't know how to cook Oh yo. Um so she she ate pop tarts and over the months I watched her muffin top get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> uh, but she was really annoying like because she she would always come and whine about I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. So I was kind of tired of having roommates. So that combined with the fact that I generally enjoy solitude and quiet it, it's been perfectly fine for I me. I can't really. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I've really enjoyed living alone. Mm. Um, I don't miss home too much. My parents are like a 12-minute drive away. But what about you? Do you find that you miss home when you now that you're living in an apartment? Um, not really though, because I'm from Shrimban, right? Mm-hmm. I live in Cheras now, and I go back home almost every weekend. And um, that amount of time that I spend with my parents every weekend, I think it's maybe this right, but sufficient for <laughs> for for me not to miss home. Okay, I hit my right. quota. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I remember when I was living at home for the longest time me and my parents get into frequent arguments mm. I don't know how you did it for five years <laughs> but <laughs> I did it for, for a couple months and we constantly ha- got into arguments and which is why I actually look for a job in KL yeah. and uh, just for me to have my own breathing space in that sense that is my breathing space mm-hmm. but living alone that's a, that's a whole different story right yeah. so with this current arrangement I think I really enjoy it and I think my parents really enjoy it as well because like I, I don't see them too much Um, we have yeah we miss each other just sufficiently not too much yeah not too little and i think a weekly weekly routine of going back home just makes it perfect when you bring your laundry back right oh yes <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only thing my mom does for me at at this point like yeah. yeah but i think this is what i've heard from a lot of friends also mm. before they moved out they were having a lot of conflict with their parents but once they moved out they were like you know what actually i really appreciate my parents and mm. you, you it, it helps your relationship so much more yeah and it's interesting that you've also found that as well you feel the same yeah yeah i look forward to sundays because that's my go home for dinner and And bring the laundry so <laughs> yeah I do look forward to it it's nice it's nice it's nice to not have to worry about cooking because mm. I think I love to cook and I think moving out and living on my own has allowed me to rediscover my love for cooking because I didn't have to do it at home right? right but I do a lot of it now it's great but there are days like you know you come back you're exhausted and there's nothing in the fridge to cook uh, that, that is the worst of the days yeah what was your most bleak and depressing well, 
that's <laughs> unlike meal. you i can't cook for shit <laughs> right well I, i i do the simple stuff i cook awesome maggie okay i cook well i wouldn't say awesome pasta but i cook decent eatable pasta it's like um, can like can't just <laughs> yeah it, it won't kill me lah right <laughs> right so it's edible i recently learned how to master the the arts of making a really good scrambled egg oh that's mm. a skill that is that is mm-hmm. so i can't cook proper meals you know, i've never cooked rice i've never like made a stew or curry or or whatever it is so when days like those come i either resort to like you know maggi pasta student mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. or i call in delivery lah but <laughs> you know lah delivery how expensive huh? i know adding the 5 ringgit adding the 5 ringgit which is another three quarter of a meal i guess yeah yeah, yeah. food wise yes i do miss home cooking sometimes but like i said i go back every weekend so i have home cooked food mm-hmm. But if there's one thing which I really miss is my grandmother's cooking. Because oh. like when I was home, when, when I stayed at home, I spent a lot of time in my grandma's house because they raised me, right? My grandma cooked some really amazing food, but now I don't get it all the time. Because I grew up with that every day. Din- yeah. Lunch and dinner, lunch and dinner, lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And even now that I moved out, I would say in a total of what, seven, eight years since uni started, I still miss it. Mm. Never really appreciated her food until I actually moved out. Wow. <laughs> and it's funny how moving out really does give you new perspective. Mm-hmm. It helps you appreciate life before you move down better and some some things that you really end up missing yeah yeah a lot and i think another thing which i really missed a lot is back home the neighbors that i had they very understanding mm-hmm. right so my neighbors know that i play the drums yeah. they know i make a lot of noise because mm-hmm. whenever at home i got my own hi-fi set in my room i've got two drum kits one's a electronic one one's a classic one yeah. so whenever i bang no one no one actually makes noise except my mom lah <laughs> But then like I thought okay fine now I have my own space no one is going to make noise so I brought my electronic kits so those are the ones that the volume varies depending on how loud you put it it's like electric guitar like if you, you don't put the volume up no one hears it you can adjust it you can adjust it but at the same time something that I forgot is even the knocks on the pads that that you hit creates a physical knock sound so yeah. you don't have like a cymbal sound or something but you hit the Yeah like it's like a, a physical knock yeah, right yeah. I thought that isn't so loud until my my neighbor complained <laughs> in the last <laughs> month I guess it's not entirely your own space it's yeah, not my all. space yeah. and 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 I think now since it's my own place I'm the only one answerable because <laughs> <laughs> like that, if my neighbors actually make noise who they'll go to first my dad or my mom not me right? yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's just about taking responsibility for your decisions right yeah. you know like it means I don't, I don't get to jam <laughs> as I like anymore <laughs> yeah uh, I guess in your case it's not being able to jam in my case it's you know use the trap in my sink so that it doesn't get clogged anymore. <laughs> What's your relationship with your neighbors? I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have a relationship with my neighbors. So you don't know who they are. I don't. I don't. There is one guy who lives in my building that yeah. I know. So you know when my water went out because I didn't pay my bills for two months, I texted him lah. He got water. And he had water. So <laughs> that's how I knew it was me and my, you know, failure to pay my bills on time. <laughs> so I think both of us can say that no regrets. And we've gained an interesting new perspective yeah. on things too. One thing that renting a place made me realize is that, you know, how much of a commitment it is when it comes to our finances. You know, I yeah. think we spoke about finances in the previous episode and how sometimes it can be re- quite hefty. And how sometimes because of... things like this we are we are so committed to our jobs and just because we have to pay rent and make ends meet we have to put up with some really horrible people at work just to you know make make enough money to to pay for rent and i think in the next episode we could talk about work cultures and how we deal with really horrible people at work oh 
that's gonna be a juicy one. Well, I think most <laughs> most of us in our twenties and thirties have actually I don't know I wouldn't say all of it have experienced some really horrible people at work, mm. right? And I think it's something we can actually talk about because I have a lot of experiences when it comes to this. Okay, well, <laughs> let's hear them in the next episode. Thanks everyone for joining us on the Quarter Life Crisis. I'm Soraya, and I'm Daryl. Till next time. Thank you.